Hi, friends. This is Hope Hill, your host for another episode of A Hopeful Life. I hope everyone is having a fantastic week. Currently in Western Kentucky, we are in the midst of the snowpocalypse of 2021. I have no idea how many inches of snow we have, but just know that it's a lot. (laughs) This episode, I thought we'd get a little personal, a little raw, a little real, and a little vulnerable. Let's chat about marriage, marriage and the empty nest. Did you know that divorce rates triple after an empty nest? Yes. I had it in my head that we were going to get divorced when the kids left home. Just because it's it has become so common. Nowadays, divorce and marriage in itself is just... I don't know, more casual than how I grew up experiencing it, I guess. I say that and (laughs) I come from a broken home, but maybe that's why I took it so seriously. You know, my cousins, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles... Like, a lot of them, the majority of them were in it for the long haul. And the TV families. Like, the TV families that we grew up watching versus the ones nowadays. Night and day. It's not necessarily a bad thing. But at the same time, it's, you know, you you just don't always have that happy ending, I guess. So... I was worried. I kept telling my husband, like, we need to figure something out. Um, What if we get divorced? You're not going to like me. Who are we to each other? Just, I went through so much in my head. Just those fear factors. And a lot of it stemming from, I was a stay-at-home mom. You know, I counted on my husband for financial aspects because I was busy keeping our home and raising our children. So it was a lot of, um, I have to take care of me. What am I going to do if this doesn't work out? My husband thought I was crazy, obviously. Um, But he really stepped up to the plate and made sure that he made time for me. It wasn't one of those things where he came home from work and went straight to the shop and was out there piddling around until bedtime. No, that that was not it. We have communicated better since the kids have left than we probably ever really have. Um, it's been great. We have started hobbies together, um, just certain things like with riding around in our Bronco, 
over at the lake. Um, we got a billiards table and put it in the shop and we go out there and play and shoot pool and watch TV and let the dogs roam around. Um, it, it's been great. And then we're still also making sure we're traveling to see our kids. This weekend, this coming up weekend, we'll be gone um, for our daughter. So we have really maintained a schedule and made time for each other so that no one felt left out. I still clean the house, laundry, do all of the stay-at-home things, except instead of raising kids, I'm here more. I am doing more with our business, and I'm doing more with my little side business of the supplements I sell, and we're eating really, really good. (laughs) Because I have a little more time now to make those healthy options that we feel better eating. I, myself, am gluten-free and dairy-free because of my Hashimoto's disease. My husband, he feels his best with a keto diet. So you could say we are dairy-free keto, I guess. And we've seen great results with it. We feel wonderful. And I am so grateful and thankful that I have the time to make those meals for us. Another thing that we didn't have a whole lot of time for before was sex. We were always traveling. We were always doing something with the kids the ki- the kids were home their friends were here like we never we didn't have a whole lot of time to connect sexually and i didn't realize how much i missed it until we had the freedom that we have now because you find yourself when you're raising kids you just go through you just get through your day From the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, you are just doing the the next thing to get through your day. And now, we don't have that added pressure. We can have sex whenever we want, wherever we want, and it's great. Now, when the kids come home for a visit, it's like, oh... Okay, what do we do now? (laughs) We go back into mom and dad mode of, you know, being quiet and what if, you know, life. So it's been great to really make that time for each other emotionally, physically, mentally. We communicate better now than we have before because we are so in tuned with making sure the other person doesn't feel neglected. My husband will tell me in the middle of the week, hey, 
why don't you pick out some place to go this weekend? You and I will go on a date night. That never happened before. We were always gone to a soccer tournament. <laughs> so it is really, really nice. Now, I'm going to be real with you. I don't know if this is the honeymoon phase of the empty nest. I have heard about that. Or if this is something that we will be blessed enough to keep going. The, em the empty nest and the honeymoon stage of the empty nest, I should say, um, I think we just, you have the people that either romanticize it or dramatize it. I feel like people are one or the other. Either you're romanticizing it, it's going to be great. The two of us are going to have time to go eat lunch, go work in the garden together, have sex in the middle of the day, go on these fabulous vacations, etc., etc. Or you have the dramatize the drama people who are Oh my word, what do we do? Do we know each other? What are we going to do? Do I even like you? Do I like myself? We're going to split up. What are the kids going to think? What do we do without the kids? Etc. Etc. Myself, I was kind of right down the middle. Maybe a little bit more towards the drama. Maybe. Which is weird because I'm an Enneagram 8 and I'm a very red personality. So by nature, I'm just, I like a challenge and I face a challenge. So if you do not know your Enneagram, I would highly recommend doing a free test online. And there's so many books out there that just explain everything. I'm an Enneagram 8. We're the challengers. I was told growing up my entire life how aggressive I was, how intimidating I was, how bitchy I was. Guys, I just have a strong personality. <laughs> and the number one most awesome thing about getting older and becoming more confident in yourself is the fact that you really honestly, truly realize that you do not care what other people think. But I digress. So, I looked at the emptiness as a challenge that I had to conquer. Like, we are going to do this. We are going to make a game plan. Everything is going to be set up and it's going to be great. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all. In fact, I kind of think it's a great thing. If you're looking towards this moment of your life, or maybe it's already started and you're just kind of, I don't know what to do or where things are going next, it's not a bad idea to make a plan. Like, what is something that we would love to do? My biggest thing personally is I always want my husband and I to do something that neither of us have ever done before. 
So we try to find those fun challenges or events. But make a plan. Set up your schedule. Just because your schedule does not contain baseball practice and parent-teacher conferences anymore doesn't mean that you don't still have a schedule. You need to make your partner a priority. Schedule the dinners. Schedule the fun days. Even if you're just going over to the lake and riding around. Heck, going to the farmer's market, just the two of you, is so much fun. I never realized because before it was something I just needed to get done so that I could have the rest of my day. Now we're taking a break, taking a breath and enjoying the little things because those little things, guys, they're the big things. So let me know if you have any tips or tricks into how you're keeping your marriage fresh in this new stage of life. I would love to hear them. You can find me over on the Instagram at Official Hope Hill. Guys, I'll see you next week. Have a good one.